Yeah, please be seen, bitches. Number two, bitches. What up, bitch? Yeah. Uh, yo, yo, I don't understand your shit, yo, explain it first Nerd rappers need to rap in layman's terms For me though, it's fuck safety first It goes alcohol, drugs, then safety's third The last time I got stuck in a booby trap Yo, I was like, where the fuck are the boobies at? Now party people in the club, it's time to cut a rug And throw the loops up in the sky, just fuck the shut the buzz Welcome to the Bad Average Podcast It's, um, it's been a couple of weeks, but, uh, we're back again and joining with me here today, I've got Russell. How you going, bro? Yeah, good, bro. Yourself? Yeah, pretty good. We've been fucking talking shit for, what, 19 years? 20 or so. Yeah. But we thought, fuck it, why not make it a thing? Yeah, well, so, since we last talked, Queensland lost an, or- lost an Origin game, retained the series. Um, Australia's retained the Ashes as well. Somehow. Because of the rain. <laughs> and yeah that's about it fucking well the cowboys are also killing it oh yeah so what are we at like six in a row now yeah bro yeah so we'll go back to that that game on the weekend oh last weekend was it cowboys versus the eels yeah yep. man fuck me what a sick game like there was a few people that i knew who were just like oh i'm a little bit nervous about this one and i said nah mate nah don't even worry about this game. Like this, is, I am so fucking confident about this game. Like just, if anybody who hasn't been going to a game because every time you go, we lose. This is the game to go to because we fucking win this one, oh, guaranteed. 100%. Especially at home, like the Cowboys at home this year are a fucking fortress. Like, we don't lose at home this year. We've lost two games at home this year when we were playing shit, but we were only playing shit because we were missing all our big key forwards at the start of the season. Yeah. And when your forwards can't lay a platform, your backs can't play well, so, like, what do you expect? But, like, yeah, we were, we were a fortress at home. We were 100% beating the Eels. What, it, what gets me is, like, they scored two tries late in the second half, and it was off the back of Mitch Moses that they scored those tries. What the fuck did you just do? I don't cut? fucking know, bro. There was some shit in the bottom of that can, and I was just like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> well, that was a crisis. <laughs> it looked like a fucking crisis. <laughs> it's like a fly or some shit, man. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? That's not what you want, bro. <laughs> yeah, cheers, cheers to having a beer in silence while you're having a chat. And I'm just having a. <laughs> Like you're fucking dying, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. I thought I was gonna fucking just spit every on everything, cunt. Like, shout out better beer with a fly on it. Yeah, I mean, like, that's what happens when you leave it outside for a hot minute and you're busy fucking around doing everything but looking at your beer. Yeah, that yeah, makes sense. But yeah, like Mitch Moses, man, like <laughs> that, that shot that Val put on him was a solid fucking tackle, man. There was nothing wrong with it. And if they were going to send him off for that, like, Mitch Moses 100% should have gone for a HIA. Yeah, fucking no. Like, the uh, the thing that I love the most about that is that Mitch Moses ha- was able to get back off for the field and then run back at the ref pointing at his chin. Like, mm. mate, if that was full direct contact at your chin... You would have been knocked the fuck out. You would have been laying on the ground with a fucking broken jaw and you would not have been pointing at your chin running at the ref like you wouldn't have been talking to the ref you would have been talking to the little birdie 
I feel like the only reason why Val copped an $1,800 fine was just to cover the fact that he actually had to rock up to the judiciary. Pretty much, yeah. Like, that's just a load of shit, man. Like, that was just... That that just... It was like a symbol in a fucking... In an orchestra hall. Like, that hit just radiated through the NRL community like a motherfucker. Like It was solid ass. It was every single podcast I've listened to was mentioned it like almost straight off the bat for the whole round of the footy was just how good was Val Holmes head on Mitch <laughs> Moses. <laughs> I fucking love it man like But then Moses doesn't get sent for the HIA and then they score two tries off the back of him. And it's just like, well he shouldn't have been there for those ten minutes. So. Nah. Yeah, if, it, if we're going to cop a fucking 10 in the bin over it, he should be getting a fucking head injury assessment. Yeah, or he shouldn't it, even be coming back well, to the game con- if he was, was hit that hard in the head. It was contact on the head. Yeah. Like... It wasn't the, even, it was... He hit him in the fucking well, shoulder the penalty, and the whiplash. The penalty was for contact on the head. Yeah, it's literally just but then, the, but then the NRL comes out and goes, oh, well, the independent doctor's different to the bunker and the independent doctor didn't see any signs of a... Okay, so if the independent doctor didn't see any signs of a HIA, then he didn't hit his fucking head, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty simple. Like, sure, but it's not like they're watching different cameras. No, no, everyone's watching the same fucking camera, and then, like, these days, we've got the ability to sit there and rewind and play it as many times as we want, and, like, I almost crack a stiffy when I watch that shit. Like. <laughs> that was a solid shot from Val, man. Val's playing some good footy this year. Man, like, Val's fucking... Val's game off his boot, too, like... Oh, do you see he's the quickest cowboy player to reach 600 points? No way. Yeah, he's reached 600 points for the club faster than any other cowboy player. <laughs> what a man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking pretty sick. It seems like he... I watched an interview that he was talking about, man. Um, one of the reporters hit him up about it. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, I didn't know that. Just... Yeah, at the I moment, remember that. He's like, yeah. at the moment, it just seems like a new stat's coming out every week. I'm just trying not to pay attention to it. <laughs> he, <laughs> it's like, well, it's true, man. He's playing his NRL like he plays his golf. Don't even worry about your score. Just play your game. Just fucking going for it. Yep, just going for it. <laughs> nah, on you, Val. Yeah, fuck yeah, Val. Champion. How's Drinky, though? Oh, man. Oh, fuck. I love... <laughs> oh, Drinky's fucking try. When Chad just did the nargammon, 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 it was the slowest, like, run at the line ever. And then he just did a little pass to Drinky, and Drinky just fucking glided through. Literally, the dictionary definition of a hot knife through butter. He just ran straight through. They weren't even ready for it. Like, the fact that they would... They just weren't ready for that, like... Why Why didn't they just wrap Chad up? Like, take the fucking tackle. Like, what are you cunts doing? Like, and then Drinky just comes through with the cricket block shot. Like, there were so many people who were just like, oh, Drinky doing the golf swing. I'm just like, look, I know Drinky's in the players club and everything, but I don't even watch cricket that often, but that was cricket swing, bud. <laughs> definitely was not a golf swing. It was definitely, that was definitely a blocker at Piers Morgan. I've seen, I've seen Drinky hit a golf ball. I haven't spoken to him on the course yet. I've only just seen him tee off. But he's got a decent swing on him, man. He actually finishes all his swings, too. From all the tee shots I've seen, he finishes his swing and ends up with the club like wrapped around the back of his head. Yeah, yeah. so he follows it right through. Yeah. He's, like, he, hey, he, need, he needs to play golf with somebody else, otherwise he doesn't know what's, where it went. <laughs> that's that's good golf. I'm not, I'm not sitting here saying that that's bad golf. I would like... Like, especially a shot that I had today was just like... 
I'm glad you had eyes on that, bro, because I don't know where the fuck that went. Like, to me, that was good contact. It went straight, but no, it went right. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure Drinky's handicap, handicap is lower than mine. Oh, true. Shut up, cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving that in. <laughs> yeah, no, Drinky actually plays some good golf. Like, from... Because, obviously, when they... When they play at Tropics and I play in the same comp, I'm looking at the leaderboard. And if obviously, if I see their names in there, I'm going to look at their scorecard. Yeah, of course. I mean, like, it's... Want to see what they shot? Yeah, exactly. Um, but, yeah, the other day when, when Chad broke 80, I was out there playing the same day. Um, actually, they, they were coming down the back nine when I was going up the start of the back nine. So oh like, yeah, 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 they, yeah. They were coming down the opposite yeah, way. Yeah, you're on that. Oh, what hole is that? Like the one before that par three before the water. Yeah, yeah, like hole eleven. Yeah. And they're going yeah. down like sixteen or some shit. Yeah. Um. The fucking par three before the water. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking par three. The before fucking the water. par three. It's not just the par three. It's a fucking par three. Hundred eighty fucking meters. And you got to carry like a hundred and seventy of it. Yeah. <laughs> but um. Yeah, so I was, like, watching the scorecards, and I'm like, fuck, yeah, Chad's on for a fucking sub-80 round. And Drinky in the front nine, he had, like, four, five, six pars in a row, something like that. Yeah, yeah. So, like, he oh, was on yeah, for was a heater. Yeah, he was on for a heater <laughs> of a round, bro. And then in the back nine, he just fucking choked it. But I'm like, the whole way through, the, like, their back nine, I'm just, I kept checking on Chad's score, like, come on, cunt, you're going to break 80. And then it got down to, like, the last three holes, and then it, like, wouldn't load for a bit. Like, it wouldn't give us wouldn't give me his fucking scores until yeah. like the end of his round and it was like fuck yeah can't actually break 80 because i was just waiting for the post to go up i just want to give myself a big shout out so i went out for it because i need to actually get a handicap i've been playing reggie's golf for a year so but the players open is in october <coughs> Yeah. It's like a couple of weeks after the uh, finals. After the Cowboys win the grand final, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> fucking never give up. Believe belong. <laughs> and, but to play in that actual comp, say, I, I actually need to get a handicap. So, today, was it the 29th of July? I've signed up to Social Golf Australia. To get myself a handicap, and today I shot a, what was it, one... One seventeen. One seventeen. Now, I haven't scored myself on a full round for a very long time. It was probably a year ago. I shot 126 around Townsville, and then I'm pretty sure I shot 128 around Townsville. And then I played Reggie's Golf for a year. <laughs> And then today, I've scored myself 117. So you dropped 10 strokes. So, I actually was on... I was actually on strike today for less than a 36 handicap, which was my goal. Like, what do you reckon that ends up on? 108. Or at Tropics 107 because it's par 71 unless hole 4 is a par 5. So, but it wasn't today, it was par four. So did I did I hit thirty-five? No, you hit thirty-eight. Wait, you got one seventeen. Yeah. Oh. Huh. No, no, no. You, you were like forty something over, over par. <laughs> so 
I'm just gonna say it right here. I'm a 36 handicapper. Yeah. If anyone wants to call me a burglar, <laughs> <laughs> like like I said, I played Reggie's golf forever, and then today I went. And I, I literally woke up this morning. I had a good sleep in. I got my work done this week, and I just went. I think Russell sends me a message. What are you doing today? I feel like stick rock. Me too. Like, well, fucking no shit. <laughs> <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Russell feels like playing golf. <laughs> on a Saturday morning of all days. Like, no way. Russell uh, wants to play golf on Saturday morning? Fuck off. <laughs> if there's a day I don't want to play golf, it's like, I'm either sick or dead. <laughs> yeah, straight up. Like, <laughs> but no, I'm really fucking glad we went and had that round today. Like, I... Like yeah, hey, I played... we shot even par over nine holes doing Ambrose. Yeah, yeah. So I, I shot me 117 over 18 holes, which there was a lot of very nice shots in there. Hmm. Like I've you said, did hit some really good shots. Like I've said from like some of my bogey holes were some fucking clutch bogey holes. Like I was super proud of myself for striking bogey on those holes. Like it was just. Where, where I started and where I finished, it was just like some of my fucking chips today, man. Like, I found that chipping game again. Like, I'm fucking... Oh, man. You got no idea how fucking stoked I am that I finally had that brain realisation of why my chipping game went to shit. Like, because I started hitting them long. I was gripping on the on the end of my clubs and stuff. And then I was just... When I went up to my chips, I was just sitting there, like, gripping the end of my club. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? This feels all wrong. I'm going to, like, use my arms for this. No, no, no. Grip down on it. Don't you ever remember people saying to you, Oh, don't you wish your handle was, like, five inches longer? Like, sometimes I do. Yes, fuck you. <laughs> it's like my putter. Like, my putter handle's the longest fucking thing ever. And, I, and my right hand, because I'm left-handed, grips around the bottom of the fucking grip, and then my left hand's off the fucking off the grip you do love that gripping down shit eh? I it, don't, I, it works for i me. can't do it man eh? if i've got too much club hanging out the back of my hands i'm like what the fuck like it wigs me out also obviously it works for you but when you're chipping like you really want to be like a little bit more upright and you want the toe of your club sitting on the ground not the whole club yeah because if it's just the toe it's a lot easier to use the bounce. Yeah. It's a, it, yeah, you know, it's you're not digging. Yeah, you're not digging. Well, you, if you've just got the toe of the club down like that, you're not going to dig the club into the ground as much as, as if it was like that. Like, you can only dig that much, so you're going to get more of the bounce that your club's got if yeah. you're a little bit more like that. Yeah, especially my clubs, being they've got a fair bit of bounce. Yeah. Like, my clubs are definitely like a start, starter out clubs. Yeah, you want to be more toe down when you're I chipping. I fucking love my clubs. Shout out to Marketplace. Pick up a $1,350 set for 300 bucks. The only thing is, is your graphite shafts, they're, obviously they're sick, but I think they might be too flexy for you because you actually have a decent amount of swing speed when you're ripping at it. So the clubs, are, the, the shafts might be too flexy for you. So it might be worth getting them reshafted one day, maybe. Or just getting it looked at. Yeah, or even one day when I've... Like, one, the day that I break 100 or even break 90, and then I, if I feel like my clubs are nerfing my game a bit, 
then I might start looking at fucking some new clubs. But this is the big fuck thing of being a left-handed golfer is I can't just have a turn at someone else's clubs because what's a left-handed golfer like a 5% of all golfers, even less? So it's like 5% of people. A left-handed. It's like, it's like 1% <clears throat> of golfers are left-handed. Pretty much. There's, like, I hardly ever see lefties on the course. And then when I do, I'm like, fucking weird cunts. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like... Russell looks at my three iron and like it is. I wish a, I could hit that thing. It's a fucking very meaty, big old cavity back, forgiving as fuck three iron. And Russell just looks at it and goes, "Fuck, I want to crack that," and watches me crack it. Like I do crack it. Like there's times that I do crack it. Like there's just a lot of times I don't. <laughs> but it's just, I don't know. Like it's just like. If I saw a big old, very meaty, right-handed three-iron, I'd like to have a go at it, but I can't. Mm. Because it's just... It's like all of your clubs. Like, your clubs are like a a shape a shaper's sort of clubs. Like, they're, they're not beginners. They're not... They're not experts. They're like a... They're a tour club, so... So, in regards to my clubs... As we were saying about my clubs... Like, they are game improvement irons, but the new 7 iron that I bought, that thing is just so nice to hit compared to my clubs. Like, it just, I don't know, everything about it feels so much nicer, and I feel like I hit it so much sweeter than the rest of my clubs. And it's almost like, you know, they're the same shafts. Like, I made sure that I got the same stiffness in shaft. Um, Where'd you get it from? Golf World. No, shout out Golf World. Yeah, fuck it, Golf World. Big yellow building on Charles Towers Road. With the big old golf ball that's been there forever. Yeah, every kid's seen it since <laughs> the day that they remember. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. But, yeah, they got the same shafts. So, you know, obviously the way that, and the lie angle and everything is the same. But I just hit it so much sweeter and it's almost like, do I just buy a set of them? What is it again? It's, it's actually a fucking Brosnan. Well, I mean, I think... I think it's a Brosnan Tour Edge. Like, it's a, it's a nice club. But it's only a Brosnan. And it's, like, surprising because a full set of them wouldn't be that expensive. But nah, I hit it so sweet, bro. And, like, at the end of the day, it doesn't actually matter what clubs you take to the comp. Because they don't say, yeah, he hit, he hit scratch, oh, but he was using these clubs. No one says that. No, obviously not. Like Unless you're playing with blades and then they're like, man, that dude's really good. He plays that good with blades. Yeah, well, there's no reason for any for either of us to play with blades. There's no reason for anyone to play with blades. Ricky Fowler is a perfect example. Ricky Fowler was killing it on tour with his like in-between... Cavity backs. In-between oh. cavity back. So what's oh. up, the game improvement iron? Essentially, yeah, they're like the AP2s. Yeah, okay. Um... He was killing it with those kind of clubs, <clears throat> and then he went. To, then he went to blades, and he sort of lost his game for a few years on tour. Yeah. And then man. he went back to fucking just easier to use clubs, and he ended up winning a fucking tournament. And it's just like, bro, the game's hard enough. Yeah, don't make golf it is so fucking hard. Why make it harder? I understand that, like, you know, if you hit a blade sweet, if you flush a blade it's going to come off the face so nice. It's going to feel so good. Like, you're going to be able to shape that ball in all sorts of ways. But 
like if you miss even the tiniest bit you don't have any fucking forgiveness no and there's, there's your no, shot's there's, just gonna be shit everything's against you because all you wanted to do was try and be a sick cunt but like like Rick Shields said in his video where it's like do you want to break 120 like how to break 120 does Rick Shields have a how to break 120 video I'm pretty sure fucking hell Oh, even it might have been his break one hundred. I don't know. Like, I think it was probably break one hundred. I feel like he's he, got a break one hundred, break one, break ninety, and break eighty five. But it's his break one hundred was straight up like you. You watch people golf and you watch them do what they do, but you're not them and you're not that good. You're you're stroking over a hundred. So instead of trying to play the sexy shot, play the smart shot. Play the smart shot, and that's that. Literally, and then it was that. Plus, his chipping video, like I suggested to Borgie from On the Ranch. Mm. Shout out to On the Ranch. Fuck it up, the ranch. Sickest counts. <laughs> and it was just, I said to him, I said, watch his chipping video and watch the break 100 or whatever. And I said, like, just watch Rick Shields in general. Because Rick Shields, like, I went and shot 126 that day at Townsville like a year ago, but... If I watched my Rick Shields and I would have definitely shot 20 over that if it wasn't for him. Because it's just, it's just the, when you want to take a chip shot, all you want to do is use your arms. Like it's, there's no need to hit a big shot. Like you, you, you don't want to, you don't want the massive big contact. You just want, all you need is a nice little fucking follow through. The club has enough weight in it. It's going to do this, the job. All you need to do is... But it's, make, not, it's not just arms. you got to make sure your arms and your upper body are connected. Yeah, well, it's in your arms and your shoulders. There's no waist. Like, it's... Yeah. It's, it's, but it's, if, it's it, a, if you just go just arms, you're likely to, like, chicken wing shit and you're not going to hit a consistent shot. You need to sort of lock your... You need to have your are, arms are you, loose. Are you doubting Rick Shields? No, I'm... He's, he's a tour pro and you're but, sitting here saying he's talking shit. I'm, I'm not saying he's talking shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm just explaining, like, what he's actually saying. Yeah, no, go for you, it, bro. You, you need to have, like, you, yes, you need your shit needs to be sort of loose because every golf shot needs to be sort of loose. Your body needs to be loose. So if you're all tight, you're not going to hit a good shot. But you need to make sure your, your arms and your upper body are connected and that all needs to turn as one. It can't just be arms, because then this weird shit happens. But if if it's arms and shit, I just hit the mic. But if it's if it's <laughs> arms and torso, all that shit turns together. You're gonna have a much smoother shot. But if you're just all arms, all this weird shit can come. Yeah, into it's, it. it's it's it depends on the distance. Like if I'm, if, I'm not saying you involve your legs at all. No, it's but it's just your your your, yeah, your, I'm your body and your arms turn as one. I'm listening to you. But even even on a short chip, even on even on a little this chip, it's, it's arms and torso. No, that's that's <laughs> bro. This just how it is. Everything up here needs to work together. Your your legs can stay waist dead. Up. Waist up needs to work yeah. together. It needs to be this. Yeah. I not, agree. Not this. Because all the all. So all the weird shit happens. You're there. talking about it like an 18 handicapper. 17. Seven. 
I'm talking, professional, bro. <laughs> we're talking about breaking a hundred here, bro. Look, so, and no, this is gonna help me, break a hundred. No, but for me, for me, like it's, I do know what you're saying. And when I've when I when I've got a shot that's a little bit further than, ideally for me, is just is a just arms chip, like. I do understand what you're saying, but for me, it is when, just arms. When I get to it, when I get to a certain distance, okay. Let's so I'm gonna take it a stab in the dark because whatever. I'm a th- <laughs> say thirty meters, thirty meters to the pin. Mm. For me, that's an all arms, but say a forty-five meters to the pin. That's not all arms. That's I. All arms is not only gonna. It's gonna make me ten meters short. You know what I mean? Like uh, this is what I'm saying. Like this. But then what he says is like, if you're, say you want to do that thirty meter chip, look at your ground. What about your putter? Like, why can't you lag? You can lag putt that. Like, well. Don't go for that sexy shot. Like, the sexy shot is to chip it up and hit it, sit it neat. Like, that's what everyone wants. Everyone loves that. Like, that's what you want. That's what gets your dick hard. That's what gets you coming back to golf every single day. But you're shit. So (laughs) you can't do that. I mean, like, yeah. That's also why he says chip with a nylon or pitching wedge. Yeah, I ignored that. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I ignored what you said before. The Texas wedge but. is awesome, but you like you just said, and like Rick Shields says, you have to look at your light. Like if you've got a bunch of rough to go through, like even if it's light rough and then you've got a bit of fairway and then you're onto the ground, like sure, you can get really good with the Texas wedge and pump it through all that and get it up nice and close. Or you can chip with like a nine iron and you can just give it a little bump and get it to land just on the green and roll out the rest of the way. Get it through all the trouble. It's easy to judge. Yeah. I don't know. The first first rule of short game is putt when you can putt. Second rule is chip when you can chip. Third rule is pitch when you can pitch. Like but I mean, my, my, my dad's favorite is when I get about 35 meters from the green. And then I mean, you blade it and, over. And I sit it. <laughs> I've done that plenty of times doing the play that I'm about to explain. But <laughs> he knows. <laughs> so you're like thirty five you're like thirty five meters out, right? And then you sit it just pops up in some rough. It's sitting on top of the rough and you go I'm gonna flop it. Yeah, but you know how much I love when you actually hit a flop and sit it tight, like I fucking, I love the par threes at Rose Bay for that because every time I play those, I don't give a fuck. I, <coughs> I've not taken a scorecard onto the poor, th- poor, poor threes. threes. <laughs> <laughs> the poor threes, the bro. poor threes. They that are poor just, threes, man. Yeah. They cop a flogging. Eh? They do. Like <laughs> like the par threes are just made for pissed cunts. The pathways are made for piss cunts and beginners, which is just no good for a golf course. <laughs> like you walk on some of the greens and there's just like fifty unrepaired miles. That's an that's that's an exaggeration, but like there'll be like ten unrepaired pitch marks and you just like can't. Yeah. Come on, guys. Like it's, grab your tea. 
like it's, sorted out. It's literally like the pathways at Rose Bay is just like I said. It's I love it when you've got a group in front of you and there's a group in front of them and there's a group in front of them. So it's just slow that day, and, and then you can just fuck around. But then there's like no one behind you, mm. so it's just like righto. Well, while I'm waiting for six people who have never played golf before to tee off on a tee box, I'm going to put six balls around a green and just have some chip practice. Like, it's the fucking best for that. Remember that fucking day that we went there and there was that fucking young cunt there and he was like, oh. I'm just doing chip practice and then we went and did our second round and there was three fucking golf ball boxes on the ground yeah. in the same spot. And he was a member of the club too. Who the fuck are you? I don't remember your name or what... You, I barely remember what you look like but if you ever listen to this, you, you better fucking know. You better pick up your fucking rubbish, you little grub. Hey, go eat three dicks, cunt. What the like, fuck? What are you doing? Like, you're on... you literally on the ocean. Like, I get it's cardboard and it breaks down but that's not the fucking point. That is not the fucking point whatsoever. Pick your rubbish up, cunt. Don't, don't be you a grub. You're a member of the club. Like, look after the fucking place. You know what fucking pisses me off so bad is when you go to, like, some fishing spot somewhere and you look around and then it's just like... Remember that time we went to that spot at North Shore and it just... It just irked me. It gave me the ick to, the po- to my fucking bone marrow that I literally grabbed... The, all of the... Like, I think we went to BCF before we went there. Mm. And then I found another plastic bag on the ground. And I literally filled a BCF bag and a plastic bag full of fucking rubbish. Like, from a fishing spot. I just... Man, shit like that makes me so disgusted. Like, it's just... People... The people with... Uh, the humans... The species with amnesia fucking shits me because it's like all the people will see on the fucking Facebooks and the TikToks and they'll go, we need to fix the rubbish and look at these people fixing it. And you know what people do? Oh, look, there's people onto it. And then they just forget about it. And then all of a sudden, 10 years later, people, someone says the same thing and then people go, oh, wasn't someone sorting? No. Someone was bringing an issue to you and you fucking ignored it. And you're probably like, so fucking, oh, I'm not going to get into that. To be fair, like, (laughs) the majority of the problem does come from, like, globally, majority of the problem comes from, like, Asian countries. No offense to them, but, like, that's majority of the time where it comes from. Even Singapore. It's it's just, yeah. But, but like a lot what, of the time, some of the but, shit Kel told me about Singapore, I was like, really? Yeah, right. Like well, it's not nearly as stringent as you, I mean, like getting into the fucking place. Yeah, it's stringent. Take two two steps off the fucking main road, and cunts are chewing gum, and there's rubbish everywhere. Right, but like a lot of the times, it's it's poor countries that end up with like the worst pollution. And it's literally because the government just doesn't put the money into a fucking... There's no infrastructure. There's Yeah, there's no infrastructure for a reliable fucking, like, rubbish removal service. Like, how fucked is it that, like, countries like Australia were sending our rubbish to Indonesia, to these, like, little island communities where their literal economy was sorting through the plastic of what's recyclable and what isn't and what's recyclable got recycled and then what isn't just got left on the fucking ground like flushed out to sea 
Yeah, it just it's just on the gram. Like I remember watching this doco, and it's just this whole the whole community is just full of rubbish. Like the whole fucking area is just full of rubbish because the whole economy is sorting rubbish. It's so bad. It's just like when, for a bit there, man, at Domain Central, like, fucking Harvey Norman and all those companies along there, bro. Like before they put a big fence up along the back of it, because I'm pretty sure they got called mm. out on it. Yeah, there was heaps. Like you drive shit. along Greg Jab's drive there, bro, and there was just fucking shit strewn across the thing, and all it was was, it was like styrofoam, styrofoam from yeah. the packing and fucking things like that. And I was, and there's a fucking creek there. They literally moved the fucking creek so they could build that street there <laughs> yeah talk about blue green infrastructure don't even get cal started on it <laughs> it's just move a creek yeah that's literally what they did and but then it was just i remember seeing it on everything townsville fucking shout out everything townsville what a fruitful fucking source <laughs> that is fuck me <laughs> You gotta love those public forums, eh? Hundred <laughs> percent. everything about Townsville is pretty. It's pretty full on. Like if something gets posted up on there, it must be pretty bad. Yeah, Townsville's pretty loose sometimes. Yeah, but then sometimes you po- see the post and you're like, <laughs> I'm just on the comments to watch this can't get washing machine. <laughs> Op fucking sucks a golf ball through a garden hose. <laughs> but yeah. But my point being here is just, like, just pick your fucking rubbish up, eh? Mm. Like, don't... Just... If you see something drifting... Even if it's not yours, like, just pick it up. Like, obviously, that can't never give a fuck. But what we need in this world is people who do give a fuck. And if you're that person who picks that up, well, you know what? you just done your good deed for the fucking day. Mm. You're... Just that little tiny motion... Like, you're not saving the dolphins and the turtles and fucking all the rest of that bullshit. Like, fuck that shit. Just just do it to be a good cunt, man. Mm. Just, if you're somewhere and there's fucking rubbish everywhere, just take it out of your fucking day. Just pick it up. Like, it's not your fault that it's there, but it's not the Earth's fault it's there either. So, fucking just... Like, do you want your kids going there one day and just seeing rubbish everywhere? Like, do you want do you want your generation's kids to just be normalised with rubbish everywhere? Like, that's fucked. Even, like, even anybody who's a parent listening to this, so teach your kids to just pick some rubbish up. Like, if your kid just goes and picks some rubbish up out of just, out of the goodness of their own heart, give them a fucking pat on the back and, like, a good on you, man. Mm. Good on your son. Good on your sis. Whatever you call your daughter, like <laughs> sis, son, daughter. Like son's yeah, easy. Call your daughter son. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have kids, obviously. I Look, call. In this, I call. In this day and age, you might. I call my. I call my female dog big girl, but you can't call. She's. Like, she's, she's not a big girl. <laughs> yeah, but I just call her big girl because I call my my boy big boy. <laughs> but yeah, like. Just, <laughs> Goes back to the old. It costs you nothing to be a good cunt. It's it literally it costs you nothing to be a good cunt, man. It, it costs you nothing to do that. And you like these, I like I I like the people who get a big rally together and they go out all together and they pick up rubbish and then they go and put it on the socials. Like that's good. It's promoting being a good cunt. Like, and a lot of people will sit there and say, "Oh, they're only doing it for the views online." It's like, yeah, look. You, they might be, but you know what it's doing? It's promoting more people to just go out there and be a good cunt. Like, so this cunt might not even have the best intentions for what they're doing. 
they might not be the case all the time but if what they're promoting gets other people feeling like that that's what they should do is go out and be a good cunt then like whatever it, set, it sets an example and it does. it's one of those things where you hold your heroes to a high level and if your heroes are on the fucking on the instagram still and the pick up the rubbish and like even if it's not even about what they're about like if we if we went and did like on our bad average channel like we go to golf most of the time but if we just decide to throw a fucking fishing thing in there i'm gonna if i go pick up a heap of rubbish i'm putting it in there yeah fucking if i'm putting it in there like it's i want to promote the fact that i picked rubbish up where i fucking see it it shits me even on a golf course mm. it's a fucking golf course like there's people paid to clean that fucking place and i put the thing away it's like the fucking i feel like the same people who don't put their their trolleys away when they're done with them are the same cunts that'll throw rubbish on the fucking ground you, you know what shits me the most glass bottles left on a golf course <sighs> Because you know how often, like, cause obviously I play golf like most days. Yeah, I've, you know, never, you know I've, how, I've never seen one on the ground, but... But you know how often I see a parent just out there, like, with their kid? That's, you know, the parent's just playing, but the kid might go up and hit some putts on the green and whatever. Yeah, just have a fucking But the kid's just running around having fun. Who the fuck leaves a glass bottle on the ground? Like, what if it just, it, it got broken? So it wasn't seen by the fucking lawnmower, lawnmower runs over it. Sounds it fucking everywhere. Kid goes running around, cuts his foot. Like, I mean, like, pick your shit up. Don't be a shit cunt. I mean, like, everybody. It is a requirement for a golf course to wear closed-in shoes. But say the kid fucking trips over, or that too. Like, <laughs> like it's just like it eliminates the foot thing. But kids are fucking little klutzes. They yeah. just run around doing kid shit. Like they fucking. A uh, little kid runs, falls over. Like I remember when I was a fucking. I was in scouts, bro. Like, we were in the park there at Pimlico, Mundingborough Scout Den. And I fucking... I slid down into the ditch in the middle there. And I got a big old slice on me fucking leg <coughs> because of a broken bottle in the bottom of it that fucking sliced me open. I had to go and spend fucking four or five hours up at ED that night just to get three stitches, like... Well, I'll give you... I'll go, give a little backstory. So, we'll just, like hold up so we went and did the patreon meet and greet with on the ranch mm. at the brewery what a night fuck me bro that was such a night like i had the best fun like you know one of my favorite parts of that whole night was the acapella fucking scat bros fucking life at the outpost yeah, all, the, all the way from the brewery to molly's and like that, we had people like looking at us from across the street, across the town strip. There, just fucking <laughs> look at these cunts, and we're just fucking give your love to a cowboy man. He's gonna, gonna love you hard as he can. can. <laughs> and we we're fucking just belting that all the way to Molly's, like hop, shiva, hop, right. Now I love it when we we're fucking okay. Oh, so. We, Russell and I talked a lot of shit that night. <laughs> and Mor- <laughs> What's new? So, Morgie, Morgie bailed early. 
but said we have a seven o'clock tea time at the path raise and we were just like yeah 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 we'll be there we'll be there we're fucking yeah we'll be there and then russell goes and just bees the most cocky motherfucker ever and just posts in the stockman facebook hey, group. to be fair it's because pistol was carrying on going yeah, yeah boys i'm gonna fucking be there you gotta be there i'm gonna be there so we leave molly's and i'm like yeah all right. well if pistol swears he's gotta be there and he's that fucked up. And we're this fucked up. we got to make it happen. Because I wanted to see that kind of hung over his tits. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, to our credit, we had to... We, well, had we, to, we had to leave my house in Aikenbell and then go to Tropics to pick Russell's car up with his clubs in it and then get all the way back over to Rose Bay, which we we did miss the seven o'clock tea time we just skipped the first hole and then we, we were pl- and we got on the second and we went oh that might be them up there like fuck it we'll just play this hole we walk up there and we see all the boys up there it was morgie and all these mates so we went oh fuck it we'll finish this hole out and we went and then yeah they greet us as there and they're like oh boys you're here and we're like yeah <laughs> yeah fuck we're here so i know that my alarm went off at 5 30 and I remember I went for a piss and I just went, holy shit, I can't believe I'm going to play fucking golf at a seven o'clock tea time. <laughs> like, Russell, why do you talk so much shit? <laughs> like, I talked a little bit of shit and Russell's like, post in the Stockman group was just like, nah, we we have to back this up. And then I remember I went, nah, it's all right. I'll fucking, I'll just go pass out again. Russell will wake me up. And then it was just 6.30. Oh, bro, we got to go. We got to go. Can't. And I was like, oh, fuck so we just boop in the car over to tropics like we we're feeling good by then like we pulled up probably about like we probably stopped drinking probably like 9 30 that fuck night off. it's like no nah, it was it was pretty early bro it was like 11 when we left town okay well i probably stopped drinking hard at like 9 30 10 yeah right and then yeah like when 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 I woke up the second time, I felt way better. That that extra hour was just like it was. God's I don't work. know how either of us woke up as good as we did because I felt fresh as fuck too. Yeah, and I was like, all right, go to Russell, go get Russell's car, drive over to Rose Bay. Cal just got over. Yeah, yeah, drive over to Rose Bay, and then it was just fuck. We're a bit late. Oh, we'll skip this first hole. Can't see these boys, and then we just went and skip and played the second hole. And we came up on them, and then yeah, we had a fucking good little round there. It was well, we we only played eight holes that day because it was the fucking women want to have fun round. So the par threes were booked out from nine onwards, which whatever, let the women have the game, I guess. Yeah. But to be fair, I was only good for six holes of golf that day, and I played eight. And you, I paid for nine. So, because so, the only par I made that day was the second hole before we actually started playing with him, and then I couldn't <laughs> fucking buy one. And then the next time we went, the next weekend, I yeah. had like I had so many looks at birdie, and just couldn't make the putt. And then had a chance on like almost chipped in on the second last hole. So, so we finished up the nine holes of the boys that weekend and we went, yeah, right. I had a few beers at the clubhouse, but then we went and we went and did us around the following weekend, way more fresh. I mean, we did, we did come, we did rock up to the course with a Cowboys win fresh off the fucking Eels Cowboys game. 
So we were a bit dusty. I actually feel like I was a bit more fucking dusty that day, to be honest. <laughs> and Boy, you play better golf. Oh, man, I've never seen Russell have so many looks at birdie in a, in a round. I think we, we played, well, 17 holes of par threes that day because we skipped the first hole again because... We were a little bit late and we skipped the hole. <laughs> and, but, uh, yeah, like, there was probably, like, eight fucking birdie putts that just lipped out or just missed. Like, it was just, it was a killer day for birdies, man. Like, I, like I even said to you, I said, I don't think I've ever seen you miss so many birdie putts. Yeah, it was just ridiculous. It was like, I was hitting good putts, I was rolling them good, but the hole just wouldn't get in the way. Mm. Uh, it's like I was just over reading or, un- or under reading them just a tiny bit yeah. and everything was just rolling over the hole but then I get to the second last hole and I'm like oh fuck it surely chip in I try to hit the chip and it rolls over the hole like almost chip in I'm just like <laughs> it's just not fucking meant to be today <laughs> I walk up to the ninth here I'm like whatever like, I'm not getting a birdie I just hit my tee shot and then fucking, <laughs> you remember? Yeah, I remember. I, I, I was like, I thought you missed every birdie putt that day, but I totally forgot about yeah, the last so one. Yeah, almost yeah. chip on yeah, the fucking, fucking, almost chip, on, chip in on the second last hole. Yeah. It's just like fuck's sake. Hit my tee shot on the ninth hole, end up just short of the green, and then hit my chip and rolls in. Only birdie of the day after, like you said, eight or nine looks. You know, like, Easily. I had really good ball striking and my putting was good. It just, the, the hole wasn't just getting in the way. Yeah, it was just, they were par threes all day. Yeah. They it's weren't like, par twos. That's a round that could have <laughs> easily been under par if the hole just got in the way. Dude, if often. the hole got in the way like five times, you would have shot like the most unreal score. On the par threes. Yeah, <laughs> and then those, those boys would have been like, who the, are you actually Cam Smith? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously I'm not because my putts don't go in the fucking hole. Yeah, yeah. And you, and you can't hit a three wood out of a bunker and hole out. Nope. That's never happening. I've hauled out three times. Oh, but how, how fucking close did I get to a hole out oh, today? Bro. I mean, it was like a double buggy hole out, but it was still like a hundred and something meters. Like yeah. it was fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it literally <laughs> hit the, it rolled up, hit the flag and bounced off and sat like a foot away. Yeah. Like it should have gone in, man. man it would have like, been the, it would have been the sickest shot. It That's was, the kind of shot that gets you fully addicted to golf. Yeah. Yeah, when you get it that close and good, you're just like, oh, man, I want to do that again. <laughs> but not be hitting on for double. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. Golf's, golf's a very heavy, uh, healthy addiction. Yeah. I mean, like, you... Well, it's as healthy as you want it to be because you can, you, well, you can be a John Daly... <laughs> John Daly's got the right idea though, bro. John Daly's fucking John Daly knows what, what golf's about. Man, John Daly is the most Reggie rig in golfing. John Daly's all about playing well and having a good time with the boys. Like I love how much like diet Cokey smashes like Alright. Yeah, yeah, better look out, bruss. Watch out for that. Like at least drink... sings country too. But at least at least like just drink Coke Zero. 
So no one's like, oh, look at you and your Diet Coke, fucking idiot. I don't think John Daly gives a fuck. He's no. got enough money to not care. Dude, and apparently he's got a pretty healthy gambling... Not healthy at all. <laughs> okay, it's a very unhealthy gambling addiction too. Like it's like $55 million. But I'm about it because they're a Queensland team. And the Bronx are playing fucking good this year. Yeah. <clears throat> like... Yeah, if the Cowboys don't win, the other team, I, only other team I want to win is the Broncos. It's fuck Penrith. Yeah, like I don't want, I do not want Penrith to get a three peat. Penrith wins three grand finals in a row, and no one's going to hear the end of it. Yeah, I won't listen to it. I'll be like, yeah, whatever. You were good. It's like I'll, I'll, I'll dig we, my, I'll we dig won't my be head and in... play golf at Maggie anymore. <laughs> yeah no I'll mate we'll fucking remember who the fuck we are yeah he'll be like oh oh we're there with our you, players hats you on boys, like, yeah, we're you players. boys are them Cowboys fans ha <laughs> ha <laughs> and he'll just be sitting there just fucking wanking these forehead just I, telling us we're dickheads <laughs> I love that that, Af- that accent was meant to be South African he's Irish he's not Irish is he South African? Yeah. Fuck off, cunt. <laughs> <laughs> He's not South African. Yeah, you're fucking pulling me leg, you fuckwit. Get out of here, you cunt. He's he's a fucking Irish motherfucker, if I've ever heard it. Like, you fucking... He's still a good Irish accent. <laughs> <laughs> good bite. Good bite. <laughs> Nah. You know what I fucking love is how we'll just start on any topic and then we'll find like a golf analogy. Which <laughs> yeah, is like, wait, so this. what you need to do is you need to play golf, alright? I noticed this trend tonight. <laughs> Everything's led back to something golf. <laughs> Should just call this episode Black Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or Stick Rock. <laughs> straight up. I love how, like, we were going to be like, you know what we should do? We should do, like, an interview podcast. And then we just got blind at <laughs> a, po- a fucking golf course today. We're like, fuck it. We haven't done a potty in, like, three weeks. Let's fucking Let's go. talk shit. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just talk golf. Let's tell everyone they need to get addicted to stick rock. Hey, honestly. I mean, like, it's one of those things. I want everyone to go and play golf and have a go, but fuck off my course. Because... <laughs> <laughs> Go play Rose Bay. Fuck off out of fucking... I'm not even telling you where we play. Where do we play, Russell? I don't know. Nah. Shout out, Tropics. Nah. But fuck yeah, Tropics. Honestly, when, you, when you're just starting golf, what you should do is just go to the range a bunch of times and learn how to hit a golf ball. Get that contact. Yeah. Just just learn how to make some contact with the ball at least. All right, and then go play Rose Bay par threes. Yeah. And just... Don't even, like, use a tee if you really need to, but, like, don't even use a tee and just learn how to hit your irons off the ground. Use it like an approach practice. Yeah. Just, like, like I said, go to the range, learn how to hit a ball. Then go out to the par threes and just practice, you know. Learn like, how to play a course. Yeah, just just learn how to play golf. And then actually go to a full course. Like, obviously, when you go onto the range, you're going to be hitting a driver and stuff out there. So you can work on your long game there. 
But then when you actually take that out of the course, like that'll that'll be already a part of your game. But you should just be going to the par threes and working on all your shit and just learning how to get yourself from, you know, 150 meters and in for the most part. It's just like, I can go to X-Golf. I can pick my driver up and hit 220s. I can hit my, pick my three iron up and hit fucking 200s. It's, it's bullshit. I don't believe it till I take it to the course. Like it's, obviously I have that ball striking capability, but... It's it's the difference between the range and the course, say. Like, it's... Well, it's like, as, at the course, you're actually trying to hit a target. And so all the hazards and stuff that are around are in your mind. You know, you're thinking about all that other shit and where the ball could go, whereas out of the range, all you're thinking about is ball striking. So when you go into the range, you should actually be training like you're playing a course. So you know, pick a target out there for each shot that you hit and try to hit the ball there. Don't just whack balls. Like, go out there and just try and pick targets. Even if you're just learning how to strike the ball, like, obviously, stay focused on the ball, but try and hit a target. Yeah. Because it's just going to it's just gonna progress you quicker. Like, I think the, the, the main thing from you that helped me was, like, treat it like you are at X-Golf or at the range, and it's like, I need, I want to hit... I have, say, 150 into the pin. So what I need to do is stand up on that ball for a 150 shot. Mm. Line yourself up all yeah. right. It's, don't even like, uh, now I already know what I need to hit. My target's 150 metres away. Dead, oh, well, well, it's probably 160 away. So give yourself 10 metres to roll and blah, blah, blah. But it's just, you know, the... The concept of what I'm trying to say is it's like, all right, so the shot I want to hit is 120. And you shape up on that ball like it's a 120 hit mm. at the range. And all you need to focus on is that contact with the ball hitting and number. hitting it 120. Mm. There's Forget about the bunkers. Forget about the water. Forget about the crocodile, even. It's a 120-meter shot regardless of the fact if you're standing on the course or if you're at the fucking driving range it's a 120 shot it's actually a thing i say to myself a lot of the times right before i hit the ball just in my head you know because obviously i get the range finder i take the number and right before i hit the shot the last thing i say to myself is just the number that it is the distance that it is like if it's like 170 and i just right before i start my backswing i go 117 and i hit the ball yeah like that's the only actual pre-swing thought that I have. Yeah, that's the only actual pre-swing thought that I have. Is just take a breath, tell myself the number, hit the ball because I already know I have the club in hand that goes that far. Yeah, I just you know, it's, it's the only. It's like you said, it's the only thing you need to really worry about. You, if you set yourself up in all the right ways and play, to, obviously, this is the other thing too. You have to play to your misses. You know, like, say you're no, aiming... I, I, I play to my, to my golf game, not my misses. If I <laughs> I'm not going to hit her. She's sitting in the golf cart watching me, bro. That's rude. <clears throat> yeah, okay. <laughs> but you play, you play to your misses, right? So, say... Say hole one at Tropics. When you're approaching the green, you got the water on the right-hand side. And you got the green on the, yeah, you got the little hill on the left side of the green. Aim for the left side of the green. So if 
you accidentally do go right a little bit, you're going to end up on the green. If you hit the shot exactly where you're aiming, you're going to end up on a little bit of that hill. And if you go a little bit further left, you're still safe. But if you aimed at the right side of the green, if you go right, you're in the water. If you go left, it's going to be sweet. Or if you go where you're aiming, it's going to be sweet. And if you go left, it's fucked. Or it's, it's still sweet. But like, if you go right, you're fucked. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you got to play to your misses because you're not going to hit a perfect shot every time. Yeah. And, and you so always want to make your misses shorter. Yeah, you got like, to you got to allow for your fuck up. Yeah, like you don't want you want to make sure your misses are smaller than they could be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then if you end up in a shit spot, you just got to not compound your problems and go for the hero shot. Like low scoring golf is boring golf. Yeah, it really actually is. Like yeah. it's there, there's a lot of nice shots, but then there's a lot of gammon good plays like it's just you do something a little, a little bit gaming but it's safe and yeah. smart and gonna give you a good score but <clears throat> like well it goes back to rick shields again fuck your sexy shot if the sexy shot is gonna get you close but then the good sh- then the easy shot can get you just as close well what are you doing always go your easy option and like the smart like the smart play is always a smart play like high IQ golf scores you better you know say you end up in the trees a little bit and you got this hero shot straight through but like the gap in the trees is pretty small and you're like I could get through that ball through there and this could be awesome or I can just chip it back out to the fairway guarantee that I've got a next shot at the green and then go make my two putt and make bogey just yeah. accept that I'm making a bogey here. Yeah. You do. You take that option, you make the bogey. Or you go for it, and you might make the par. Or you might spring that ball off a fucking branch somewhere, and it might end up further in the trees. Now you got to take the option of chipping back out, and you're now a stroke down, you make a double. It's like a bogey's better than a triple. Yeah. Or a bogey's better than a double, or a bogey's better than a quad. Like. Yeah, if you, if, if you can't play a par that hold and play a baggy yeah like it's it, just cut your losses pretty much see i love how golf is one of those games where it's just a lot of the things that you get told what you're playing is so obvious until someone says it like there's a lot of skill involved with golf definitely plenty of skill involved with golf but I feel like there's like a wisdom and a, phil- and a philosophical side of it. Like it's because it, when you've got wisdom in your game, I feel like you'll, it'll help you. You'll, I suppose it comes back to Rick Shields and don't take those sexy shots. Like it's, if you, if you're playing smart with your golf, I mean like, fuck, if you can hit a flop, 20 meters and you can hit it next to the pin fucking go for it mm. I'm not going to sit here and say don't do it like I can do it sometimes I my flops actually we didn't even get to that my flops on the fucking par 3 is actually I, I was hitting like a I was hitting like a like a 70-30 rate 70% good 30% blade mm. The flop shots are usually pretty good, bro. I fucking love when I see my ball sitting like 40 metres out 
propped up in a good bit of rough like it's just like it's, it's ridiculous that that's the the thought of the shot that you're gonna have <laughs> i look at it and i go look at this thing it's sitting up in the rough it's 30 40 meters out i can get like there is a very slim chance of me blading this i can get under this and hit a nice flop and i just have a couple of little back swings at it just to make sure me my my approach like angle at the ball i guess is okay and then i just fucking pop it up and then like i love doing it in front of everybody especially when we're on those par threes like we're playing with a bunch of like newbies and then here's me just pops a fucking flop onto the green and it is me just walking away with me fucking stiffy between my knees just fucking like (laughs) and then i go and fucking four putt and i'm like yeah nah i'm shit Russell's just failed his RSA. But he is pouring a Coke bottle into a Hungry Jack's cup. Like it's There it's, is no responsible service of alcohol. Yeah, well, when I wa- the way I watched you pour the JD into it before the, the Coke, it was like, yeah, Russell's definitely... I mean, you actually... Have you had an RSA? Yeah, bro. Yeah, I was like, surely you've actually had an RSA. No, sorry, I had an I- RSA irresponsibly serving alcohol <laughs> remember that time that you were the fucking you were the chicken for, the, for the red rooster at the VAs <laughs> that was sick as fuck cunt, except for this one little kid that just like walked straight up to me and just got close enough that he could just look straight up under the fucking head of the chicken and this like little like seven year old kid it's just like you're not a real chicken. You're just a person. <laughs> and all these other little kids are just carrying on. And I'm like, I'm not prepared for this at all. Yeah, well, those like, two birds that were like sort of, you know, in the gear, fucking like coasting you around the place as you're in a fucking mascot outfit. This is like, get me the fuck away from these kids. Yeah, <laughs> and then I remember like, was it the actual Red Rooster truck? I went to walk around behind it and the glove just touched the back end of the truck and this white glove just turned full black. And I was just like, oh no. Luckily, they had a spare glove. Uh, I was just like, oh my God. How the fuck? Like, honestly, okay, I want to just like, I want to break this down a little bit. Mm -mm. How does one become <laughs> how do you get that job yeah how, do you, how the fuck do you actually get the job where you're walking around the v8 supercars for the townsville 400 in the red rooster reggie's fucking it's like you were literally reggie <laughs> i was Reggie. <laughs> so so how you get that job right is you don't have a job <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, shout out to all the parents who are just like, those cunts are just dodgy cunts. Yeah, well. (laughs) (laughs) So how you get it is you don't have a job. (laughs) You just really want a job. You want some some work, you want some money. So you're just like, what the fuck can I do? And you go on Seek and that's just there. So you sign up to some fucking promotion company and... They're like, have you ever done this type of shit before? And you're like, nah, bruh. <laughs> yeah, I definitely got outdone by the hog's breath, dude, bro. He was just flipping, like, he was just doing flips and shit. 
And I'm just like, this this cunt is out of control. I can't compete with this. It's like, I'm just a big old cock. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Fuck. I was going to make another joke there, but I don't feel like it's good. (laughs) I mean, it's really good, but... So if we win tomorrow, we're in fifth. As long as the Sharks lose to Penrith. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But if the Sharks lose to Penrith, which they most likely will. So what is... Yeah. So if the Sharks lose to Penrith, which they most likely will. Yeah. And we beat the Titans in any sort of way, which we most likely will. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. We will go to fifth. Well... We will beat the Sharks because they can't beat a top eight team. Yeah, there's no no way we lose to the Sharks. And we beat the Titans because we're the dominant Queensland team. Yeah. We got to prove that against the Broncos, I think, the week after. Like I I said, once once we beat Manly, I'm not particularly worried until the Broncos. Look at the odds for the Cowboys versus the Broncos. Ooh. <laughs> a dollar ninety three to a dollar ninety one. Dude. They don't know which way to pick that. <laughs> Serious that's a home game too. That is a home game, bro. I I don't mean like I don't buy tickets to the game ever because You won't get tickets to that game. I don't buy tickets to a game ever because of the likelihood of me jagging a free ticket here and there. It's it it. I mean, like, I'm arsy as fuck when it comes to that, but it's... If I was to actually buy a ticket, I would be... I, I just... Look, I'm a spoiled little cunt, all right? And I don't want to spend the money to sit in the seats I want because I get free tickets so often. <laughs> but if I manage to jag a free ticket to that fucking Queensland Derby, oh, man, I'm going to be just filling buckets with jizz, man. Like, seriously. that uh, That'll be probably the first Queensland Derby I've actually been to. If it's not the, the first Queensland Derby that I've been to, it'll be the first one that I seriously remember. Mm. Whether or not it goes each either which way, I'm not going to forget this one. We're winning that game, bro. Like... I am seriously so on the ball with the... Fo- you know what's really funny? We'll say to the listeners, right? So, <laughs> Thursday comes around. Russell comes to my house. We go get takeaway pho. Shout out to Vietnamese colour. Best pho in town. 100% best pho in town. And we come home and Russell goes, Oh, where are we putting on telly? I was like, uh, footy. And he goes, since when do you watch football <coughs> games that aren't the Cowboys? And I was like, and then Kel's, me and Kel have both looked at Russell. Like, Kel's looked at Russell like, are you serious? And so have I. I've been like, every week? <laughs> like, and then I looked at who was playing and I was like, yeah, no, nah, this would be a fucking, like, it'd be a good game to watch. Like, it was, was it Broncos versus, Broncos versus, no, it was Rabbits versus actually. No, uh, Broncos versus Roosters? Or Rabbits versus Tigers? 
Yeah, it was Rabbit's First Tigers to begin with. Oh, right. Yeah, because I wanted to watch that because I love watching a fucking bloodbath. Like, I don't even care who's winning or losing. Actually, I was... Well, to be... I'm going to talk on that game. Fuck, man. The Tigers look dangerous for a bit there. The, t- the Tigers actually got within two points. Bro, the and Tigers... I was sitting there going like... Because I said to Cal, I was just like, look, I want the Rabbitohs to win for my tipping. But if the Tigers beat the Rabbits, it does fucking serious numbers for the Cowboys climb. Yeah. And I was think- I was the same thing for the Broncos game as well. Well, the Tigers, the, Bron- the Tigers have so much potential, man. Dude, like... The-, the fact that they put 66 on against us shows you that that's a team that can score points, but, like, I just don't know what's going on with yeah, them. Yeah, bro, like, the Tigers is a serious thing. It's just, like, because I've... I mean, like, Benji Marshall literally got given his own fucking Fox show, and he did, like, two fucking episodes of it and then got offered this job, but the coach at fucking West Tigers and, and he the, he left he left the fucking NRL show to be a coach like it was just like it's, it's not even like it's just him that's the coach too Tim Sheens yeah yeah Tim yeah. Sheens was the coach of the 2005 Tigers team that Benji Marshall was the captain of that won the fucking premiership against the Cowboys in the grand final yeah I think Pistols so, said that a few times too he's just like what the fuck's going on there yeah so like <clears throat> you'd think with Benji Marshall and Tim Sheens running the show, surely they put a brand of, good brand of footy together. But I don't know. The, the, it seems like the, their defense lacks. Like there's not the right, <clears throat> there's not the right attitude there. Like every NRL player is capable of good defense. Yeah, and the only difference between good defense and bad defense really is an attitude and a want to actually win because. A good good defense is getting back on your line after the fucking tackle. Like it's getting back on your fucking getting back on side and as soon as that play's done it's running at the fucking play. Mm. Like you watch the fucking Queensland team in the second game of the Origin man, like we had like I I don't even know how many sets on our fucking in our ten meters. We just kept them out. Just kept them out. Like that defense was fucking unreal like i was scared for the first i'm gonna say two sets on our line and i and then i went then i'll get we just i just watched that two sets on the line and i went holy fuck this defense is just unbelievable (laughs) like this is the sort of like it's if you're watching a club game and you were seeing how hard your line was getting pounded, then everyone is shitting themselves. Like, holy fuck, come on, boys. Come on, boys. Like, even that team would be like, holy shit, what the fuck? We're getting pounded right now. And then the fact that they just held that out and we won that fucking game. Like, defense is all about your attitude. It's all in how bad you want to be there. If you do not want to be there, you're not running back to the twenty. You just, you were just in a tackle. Oh, I'll just I'll just I'll just have a hit up on the next set. No, fucking get up and go and fucking get on side and be on be ready for the next one. There's thirteen fucking players on a field, right? You can't afford to have you having a little fucking slack play for one tackle. Like, no, get the fuck up and 
Like that's that's where games are won right there is when you say to yourself, I just finished a tackle, get on side. And you run to that fucking line and you fucking go and tack- make the next tackles. Like that's that's where games are won. Yeah. And that's that's also when it's up to the coach too to pull you off at the right time. To like you know, <laughs> 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 pull you off at the right fuck, pull me off at the right time. Right, I'll shoot you in the to, eye, you can't. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that's that's when it's Is also a, up to the coach to like know when to take their players off the field. <laughs> I'm trying to say this in the least gay way. <laughs> but that's that's when nah. it's up to the coach to know when to take their players off the field. Oh, I thought they were pulling and, them off. Huh? I thought they were pulling They're them off. They're definitely pulling them off the field. They're not pulling them off the field. <laughs> yeah, they're <laughs> they're doing it it's on camera. It's behind closed doors, bro. You can't be doing that on the field. You can't be letting that testosterone out on the field. Like, the thing is, you just got to not be one of them cunts. Yeah. Just, you know, like, it's, it's, like, really, really, it's really easy to be a good cunt like, right? and all you do to be a good cunt right is not be one of them cunts. you just you just don't be a shit cunt it's like, and when then, you're sitting then you're there, a good cunt when you're sitting there and you go and you look at them cunts over there doing that and you go don't be one of them cunts you know like all right we can't we can't really youtube this because we said cunt th- a thousand times but Wait, just fine. but don't be a shit cunt like don't be a shit cunt man it's easy not to be a shit cunt like Look, if, if, if you have, if, if you've even been a shit cunt, then you can say, "Oh fuck, I've been a shit cunt." Did it this time. Oh, Russell nailed no, it. I, I fucking nailed it. it Russell, that one was perfect. Yeah, that was that was very topsy turvy, but it was top heavy, but it was good. But honestly, like if you if you if you're just if you're like at least like a little bit of a decent cunt, you'll think about things and be like, "All right, so what you should do, right, is you should pick up your rubbish and not make a fucking." massive places that you like going to or just make it a mess of places in general like, yeah but like all the all you got to do to be a good cunt is just like look after them places but even if you're like you like that a little bit but then you're just like fuck it i'm just gonna go and shit on this place anyway well then you're just being a shit cunt so just don't be a shit cunt just do the right thing <clears throat> look after places look after things and just like have a fucking go. Cost nothing to be a good cunt. You know what I also think too? It was like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I also think too? <laughs> Alright, so we've had a bit of a fucking a thought just now. And we thought, fuck it, why not? So. We're going to start the About Average Podcast Spotify playlist. So we're going to make ourselves or make our listeners a playlist of songs that we think are fucking sick. Now, just sort of like, because this is straight off the bat, basically, we talked about this about three minutes ago, not even three minutes ago. And <laughs> Should we just throw one in for the first episode or should we throw like nah, two or one three? Inch. Ooh. How about we get five? No, three, six. 
Six each. No. Three each. Three each. Three each. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, I give like us that. give ourselves a good baseline. Yep, 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 yep. Pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, three each three each sounds good. So So what are your three? So I'm feeling like we should we should get back to like the roots of our of our days, right? So our Russell and I's party days we're gonna put back to about twenty about 2011 2011 through to about I'm trying to think of those like proper prime like underage party years like sorry bro I'm just thinking that 2011 is 15 and I'm like we were getting fucked up way too early <laughs> sorry <Yeah>. mum <laughs> sorry mum love you <laughs> but like there's one straight the first song on the playlist that has to be there is the straight up start song of every banger that ever happened at Russell's house in the day it was Silhouettes yeah by Avicii oh man that every time I hear that I just get those chills of like holy fuck it's a party at Russell's house mm. And when I go to Russell's house currently and then that song comes on, it's just like a cold chill down the spine. It's just like, ooh. Bit of fucking silhouettes, eh? <laughs> bit of nostalgia. R.I.P. Avicii. Yeah. Like, Avicii really, like, paved the fucking way for the music that we used to listen to back then. Because my number two song, I have to say, is also Levels by Avicii. Mm. Well, but it'll be the Skrillex remix. Because the Skrillex remix has got a bit more bass, a bit more remix, you know. It's a bit more poppy for the time, I guess. Like, I'm not going to take away from the fact that The Levels by Avicii was a good song, but just for the time that we were in, and the actual song that we were listening to was the Skrillex remix of Levels. And then, number three, just for, like, a big, bold banger from back in the day, that we used to smash would be a good old one from the organ donors. So the organ donors are a, like a hard style band out of oh band artist. I'd say yeah, hard style artist out of the UK. And I'm going to go Ketters for horses. Fuck yeah. Ketters for horses. You dumb motherfuckers. What a banger. Fucking proper banger of a song like i remember me old hilux only has 6p9s in the front like before we put the <laughs> the twin 12 inch subs in the tray that's another story <laughs> but before then when i was just listening to ketters for horses just straight off the fucking aux on the fucking old sony fucking people people <laughs> when you turn your car off fucking car radio mm just ketters for horses and those six by nines those fucking ebay six by nines that i had that were literally i had to pack them out off the fucking door cards with some plywood like i did the most fucking p-plate like shit on that just so the back of those speakers didn't rattle on my door <laughs> it was literally just grab a fucking self-tapping screw and just fucking slam it through everything so it mounts <laughs> but it, fucking but 
how oh, how fucking good was it the day that we put those twin 12 inch subs in the unit of my heart oh bro <laughs> we had to bolt them cunts down Look, that was some like red we, pea plate shit if i've ever seen it <laughs> we pumped some shit through them too oh yeah mm, let's not actually let's not divulge into that hang on all right here's so, my top three yeah hit us with it bro so because you already took one out of my top three which would be silhouettes Ooh. my next best which this would just be my first anyway obviously i've got the tattoo for it it's a knights by Vici. yeah i just love the love the story of the song he said one like, day you'll leave this world behind so live a life you will remember yeah like live a life you'll remember like just fucking enjoy yourself have fun yeah fuck yeah bro what's your um, number two so my number two and my number three are both calvin harris songs Ooh, yeah. love me some fucking calvin harris so number two would be we'll be coming back oh yeah and number three would be obviously it, it's example as well but change the way you kiss me oh yeah tune yeah because you changed the way you kiss me. Yeah. Fucking bangers, Proper banger. Yeah. Oh, can I... I want to put... Okay, I want to put a sound um, in there. A little special mention Ooh. would be Bad Ooh. by David Guetta. The DJ Bassey. Yeah, yeah, DJ Bassey remix. Uh, that'll be number seven. We can we can put eight in the fucking first one. Sure. Yeah. Well, that's, that's my special mention. What's yours? Um, oh, yeah shot yourself in the foot again oh screaming example tune you shot yourself in the foot, foot again. again man then we could go into like nine and ten and we could start throwing in some skrillex all right what's your what's your what's your top three rap songs top three day? rap songs from our day like the shit we were listening to when we were like well, 17 18 19 lose yourself is number one Okay. Like, lose yep. yourself, straight up, bro. Lose yourself for me is a rap song. Because, like, I didn't really follow the rap that much. So, for me, the song that came from in it, in my time as a young fella, I guess, was Lose Yourself. Obviously, Eminem. Yeah. Fucking Eminem, bro. It was Lose Yourself, probably Without Me by Eminem as well. All right, let's, let's switch this up. Sorry. What's your top three Aussie rapper songs? From when, we were, from, from when oh, we were like oh, 17, 18, 19. Aussies, top three Aussies. Well, the yeah, very, top the three Aussie rap Top songs. song. That's that's what I want to hear. Straight up top song. A- anyone can throw a name in. Straight up top song. It's in everyone's top shit. But yes. Straight up top song. You made me fucking think about that for too long. Fuck where to go. What's your top three Aussie rap songs? Um... From when we were uh, 17, 18, 19. The top song for me when it comes to Australian fucking rap hip-hop is the Nosebleed section by the Hillside Hoods. Mm, sure. That was the very first Australian hip-hop song that ever got shown to me. And I went, fuck yeah, that's actually a dope song, man. Like, Hilltop's fucking Nosebleed section. Like, the Nosebleed section gets mentioned so much it's like a pop culture reference these days like if you've got a seat at the very back of the stadium because your name is pistol and you left it too late (laughs) 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 (laughs)
It was a song. Yeah, but it's I fell in love with the people in the front row. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah, but the nosebleeds is in the front because it's you're getting bashed up in the. Oh, that's right. Head. You're saying pistols up the back, eh? Well, they Fuck they called it the, they cunt. called it the nosebleeds. Nosebleeds is at the front, mate. Isn't it? Yeah, you know what? The more I think about that, the more I think that the, Fuck me. the ranch fucked it up. I'm too high for this. No, the man. ranch now fucked I it up. Go, no, because when you're in the nosebleeds, you're in the fucking mosh pit. Yeah, that's, that's what, what I. You're gonna get a nosebleed because you got fucking just slapped in the fucking head because you're fucking moshing it, bro. You know. That's why the song's like for the people in the front row. Ho, ho, yeah, wah, yeah, wah, yeah. Wah, wah. That's like, right. No, I've been fucking hoodwinked and I don't like it. <laughs> Hang on, we're totally fucking wrong. What? The nosebleed section is the area of a seating in a stadium or arena that is located very high and very far away from the field of play. I've had this wrong my entire fucking life hey, fuck because you, of that song. Yeah, bro, you made me feel dumb. I feel like I'm like a I'm a dickhead now. I've had Google my whole life and never looked that up. I'm a dickhead now. Yeah, like, what have you done to us? Now we got to sound like fuck yeah. on the podcast. Now we, now Thank we're gonna, you. Now we're going to go sit in the dickhead section. Your song is now minus 100 in my top 100. Nah, it's still up there. What you the see fuck? cunts. What? But like, how we, what? Is it, is it like, is it like Fast and the Furious where Vin Diesel's like granny shift and not double clutching like you should like is that like this same thing because it's not the you same you don't thing. granny shift and you definitely don't do not double fucking clutch. double clutch <laughs> when you're drag racing like who the fuck is time for dra- like are you driving an 18 speed truck like fucking what the fuck what we've come across is we're dumb cunts we're hoodwinked yeah, we've been hoodwinked. We've been hoodwinked for a long time. By hilltop hoods. We got hilltop hoodwinked. How the fuck did we get hoodwinked when in the middle of doing a playlist? Or even saying our top three. Aussie. Uh, we get back to the top three. Fucking yeah. uh, dial your- up tone right here. <laughs> so what's your next two okay so what's your next two Aussie I mean like, I, ha- I, I still I still have to say that like as far as hip hop Aussie in the first thing that comes to my head is the nosebleed section <laughs> number two is definitely addicted by Bliss and Esso mm. and then like, oh okay we'll, we'll unpack that a bit like Addicted by Bussinesso was just fucking getting smashed back then, man. Like, Triple J was just flogging it, bro. Like, it was just... Bussinesso was an up-and-coming thing, and it was fucking sick. And they still are sick. Like, I still love the fucking old... Bloop, bloop, then a big brown shark came. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck yeah. What's your number three? Some Child by 360. Mm. It's a deep song, that kind of... (laughs) But so my. Th- it's actually like when it comes to like 360 songs, it's probably like the most PG. Yeah. And it's like the probably, as far as as it goes, like hits and stuff, like it's probably one of his like most deepest ones that hit too. Yeah. It's like Child is a fucking good song. It is. 
But I have to give a special mention to, to fucking Hammerhead. <laughs> it's yeah. like a terrible song. It is the shittest Push fucking rap 16. song ever, but it was in our time. So yeah. it's like when you got these young cunts these days, so just rocking out to... You know, like, that's what they're rocking out to these days. Well, at least I was fucking rocking out to Hammerhead. Didn't even know what a Hammerhead was, but... <laughs> I don't know if that's better or worse. Yeah, it's 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 just as cringy, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but, got, but, like, the special mention for the times. So, anyway, yeah. what's your top three Aussie hip-hops for our times, bro? So, my number one and two are a tie. Ooh. Is it tied to Obasa? Western Sydney. <laughs> nah, I reckon I'm gonna give my number one to because you went addicted by Blessinessa. I gotta give it out to him, and it's gonna be C is. I oh, know you went you went nosebleed section number one, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna. That's what some hilltop. Yeah, just do. You. Yeah, so you went number one to hilltop. There's nosebleed yeah. section. Yeah, um, my number one. For that is going to be Sears Rising. Ooh, I Listen fucking love that man. Yeah, it's a great song. Um, my number one and my number two are a tie. So, number one, number two, I've got Down by the River, by Blissnesso again. Dude, that song like that's when it, uh, Addicted was definitely number one. But like when it comes to Blissnesso songs, especially for me, like Down by the River was just like fucking cultured me bro i remember being on a fucking little tinny 12 foot tinny of electric fucking motor on ross river cruising around with another bloke i used to knock around with and it, that was one of those songs that we used to just pump on that little tinny man just down by the river we used to just go catch like bard grunters on like little hooks <laughs> like it was just we're just fucking and an inflatable <laughs> no no we're actually in like a 12 foot tinny <laughs> oh sure yeah, yeah yeah fuck yeah but yeah so um what I've got that tied with would be boys like you by 360 Ooh. cause in our day yeah bro that was pops. a banger yeah and then for number three I've got Price of Fame oh mm. song mm. But then another couple special mentions. Um, I've just lost my train of thought. <sighs> come back to me, come back to me. Special mentions. Yeah, hold up. Number one's and two, Down by the River. Number three, Price of Fame. Um, two other special mentions will be Bliss and SO again. And it would be Act Your Age. Oh, and that was life. that was one that was literally in my head. I went, nah, I'll, I love Actor Age because the old- Actor Age and My Life, yeah, two that came out about the same time, like a couple months apart, and we're just bangers, good but then, songs, man. Another special mention: Home is where the heart is. Mm. Oh yeah, fuck Pump yeah, that. That's a great Beat song. Beat your chest. Home is where the heart is. Blissinessa's got some deep shit, man. Yeah, bro. I love Blissinessa. You know what's actually another good band that's come out of Queensland as well? 
It's Busby and Maru, man. Yeah, yeah, you showed me them the other day. Yeah, that they shit did, was good ass. Yeah, they did that fucking podcast of Hello Sport. Like I've known of Busby and Maru for a long time. Like they're binding my time. That that popped on Triple J. Like I remember that from Triple J. But then they mentioned on that potty, like, yeah, we got a new album out, and I fucking listened through to it, man. Like fuck me, like one of the songs in that album, man. Like that fucking is really like. It, I really resonated with it a little bit. Like, it, what was it called? But when you showed me Buzzman Baru, I was the, the vibe I got off them was like it was like you could sit around on a Sunday and drink beers and listen to it, or yeah. you could sit around on a Sunday Easy. and smoke bongs in a hammock and listen to it. Yeah. Like it was, it was like on a Tash Altana sort of level where you could listen to it in so many sort of different ways. Yeah. I really love the lyrics to the song Someone off their latest album. <clears throat> like, the story basically says is like a guy really likes someone, and but then she just doesn't really like him. So he, old mate in the story of the song basically has to find love like two or three times, and it's just like, yeah, right. Like, it's the way that the lyrics flow and the way the song flows, man, I fucking really, really like it, eh? Hey, fuck yeah. Like the Busby Maru is just like such easy listening, man. Like it's fucking brilliant stuff. Like it's just, it's stuff. If I owned a pub, and I had a bistro, I'd just hit play on a Busby Maru album, man. And no one in that uh, it'd just be a good vibe for that bistro, you know. Like it'd just it's easy listening. It's a it's like a country twang to a bit of indie. Like I fucking mm. like it, man. It's it's such a it's such a niche little thing, and it's just a different sound. And I lo- I love a different sound. Like when everyone sort of sounds the same, and then you get like a thing that just sounds a bit different, and it's just it's uh, what is it? It's and you sound. go, I don't know. It's like country. It's like indie. It's like I don't know, bro. It's just easy listening. Mm. And I feel like a lot of people. I mean, like. That sort of shit's the sort of stuff that pops off on the fucking pop radio. Like, you listen, oh, what is it? Like, As You Were by fucking whoever that is. Like, As You Were. Whatever that song is. Uh, as It Was, sorry. It was As It Was by Harry Styles. Like, the fucking. Oh. As It Was. Yeah, yeah, it's a tune, bro. Yeah, like the proper, like I feel like it's like, you could chuck that on in a bistro in a fucking in a pub and, or even just in the sports area where everyone's drinking piss. Like that song, especially when I when I hear that come on when I'm in a fucking social area with a whole bunch of people, I just think to myself and go, "This isn't really like a great song. This isn't something that's just, just quite crazy, but." In this environment, it's just exactly what you need to listen to. Mm. It's the exact sound of what you listen like, and I feel like that Busby Maru is just—it's that—it's that vibe thing, man. It's like I remember when I went and saw the Wolf Brothers the night before my parents got married, and I bought an album at the fucking at the show, and I was playing it in between the 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 ceremony and the reception and it was just on the cd player going 
And when it finished, I remember there's one bloke, George Tucker. If you fuck, mate, if I ever see you again, I hope I fucking have another beer with you, mate. You're a fucking legend. <laughs> as soon as that CD finished, he just sat there and he went, That music stopped. Play that CD again. Play it again. It was just, it wasn't even me, bro. It was just this one bloke just went, This was such easy listening through this whole album. I gotta really give a shout to the Wolf Brothers too, because, like, fuck, I've been to, I think I've been to every show that they've done in Townsville, even, like, a free show that they weren't even meant to be at, and I've, uh, I did, at one point in time, have one of their drumsticks, but I have lost it in moving houses, yeah, I'm fucking devo about it, but I had one of the drumsticks. Sorry, I just thought chicken drumstick, and then, like, <laughs> I started laughing, and then I realised what was going on to no, my brain, and I'm like, oh, yeah. A drumstick no, the to drum- play the drums with, not a chicken drumstick. You fucking <laughs> the, <cook. laughs> the drummer from the band, he actually doesn't play for him anymore because he had too many family commitments. But yeah, he threw his fucking sticks into the crowd and because it's country music, so all the people at the front in what Russell and I would quote as the nosebleeds... <laughs> I was the tallest person. That's so noob. Yeah, so noob. But I was the tallest person there, so by default, I caught the drumstick. (laughs) You just wanted that KFC. I wanted that KFC, and you know what I did? I lost it. I couldn't believe it, though. Like, in the middle of the drumstick, like, it had just started splintering because he'd just been smashing the drums so hard all night. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah, Yeah, alright. Yeah, so, I guess it's just golf, eh? Oh, yeah, it's just golf. It doesn't matter what the fuck we talk about. It's just golf, eh? Somehow it always leads back to there. It's just, I don't know, stick rock, you know? Stick rock. Whack fuck, stick rock, golf, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> it's, it is the, the superior of the stick rock games. Cricket's number two. Broomball's number three. Ice hockey's number four. Oh, lacrosse is number... F- lacrosse is number whatever the bottom is. I've got to throw a pool in there somewhere. Oh, shit. I forgot about billiards. Yeah. yeah. yeah what are you doing? Billiards? No, okay. So, sorry. I'll, I'll start that ranking again. Golf's number one. Billiards, number two. There you go. What was number th- two before? Cricket. Cricket, yeah. So... Number one, golf. Number two, pool. Number three, cricket. And number everything after that, I don't care. Yeah. And we'll just give last rank place to baseball because, like... No, second last rank to baseball. Uh, other than lacrosse. Lacrosse is so just, fucking shit. Yeah, fuck like, lacrosse. Yeah, how about you get, off, like, the we're just gonna, get we're off the horse and do it yourself, you fucking We're pussies. just going to rank baseball lowest shit to annoy the Americans. Yeah, fuck you. Baseball's yeah. so shit. Yeah, Imagine playing shit. baseball. Oh, I can hit a fucking baseball. Oh. I couldn't, but... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Wait, I can't even do baseball on the fucking Nintendo Wii. <laughs> so what we're saying is... <laughs> Wait, fight me in Nintendo Wii. I will, can't. Yeah? yeah? You don't have a second nunchuck that works, so I can't. Oh. 
I can golf you and we. I'll golf you and we. Oh, all right. So we better shut this fucking down because we're about to go and have a nine holes of fucking <laughs> Nintendo Wii golf. We're gonna see it all comes back to golf. It always comes back to even like I bought a Nintendo Wii so I could do Wii golf. <laughs> I literally. And guess what? I'm taking my golf shoes off. Oh, finally! I'm gonna take my just runners off because I didn't run in them. I just played golf in them. So, yeah, as you can tell, we're fucking finishing up the day. It's 21 past 7. We are two hours and 33 into this potty, but I would have a very good guess. It's not going to be two hours and 33 of podcasting. Probably not. So, thank you for listening, guys. And um, I really appreciate all the, the support we're getting. Shout out to all of our listeners. Like, if you if you listen to anything that we say, I'm going to give you a little fucking Easter egg right here. You walk up to me and just say, hoodwinked. Come up to me and say, hoodwinked. Either of us. Where, wherever we are, if we're at a licensed venue, we'll buy you a drink. Guaranteed. So remember, the secret password is hoodwinked. Or hoodrinked. Hoodrinked. So, <laughs> whether or not, if you're really pissed and you come up to me and say hood drinked, you get you're the drink. A drink. You get the drink. <laughs> Bartenders uh, so, cut you off, and that's the only way you can get a drink. Come up and get a hood drink. Yeah, and if you've been cut off, we'll go get you one. Fuck the license. Yeah. But uh, thanks to all our listeners. We really appreciate it. Um, we're so, we'll, appreci- oh, we'll apologize for the. Um, the gap we've been a bit busy we've been doing shit working stuff out we needed to fucking work on a bit more content you know i feel like this is probably going to work out to be a pretty decent potty so yeah 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 we just gotta we just gotta work out exactly what we're doing and you know iron out all the kinks so to say yeah so if um, you feel like we could do something better hit us up on our instagram at about average podcast yeah you can subscribe yeah. to our golf channel at about average channel like, we're not going away anytime soon. We're not so. going away anytime soon. Like, if you think we're having a hiatus, we're just having a hiatus. Don't you worry. We're yeah. coming back every time. Yeah. This, this podcast ain't ending anytime soon. We're going like, back. this one is, but there'll be a new one out soon. Cheers for listening, cunts. Nah, cheers, boys and girls. Have a sick one, eh? Have a sick one.